Is love supposed to hurt? And is it normal to feel really, really attached to someone who hurts you? And you keep fantasizing about going back to the old days. They keep promising they will change, but they don't. And you can't stop, even though you know they're not good for you. Well, today we're talking about trauma bonds and why it's not actually love, but it's an attachment trauma response. Stay till the end to learn my three tips on how to overcome trauma bonds and help your inner child move on to healthy, loving relationships. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Welcome back. I'm Gloria Zhang, psychotherapist and inner child coach and expert. Have you noticed that Hollywood movies, they always glamorize the chasing part of the relationship, that roller coaster, does she, does she not? And we don't often get to see real, healthy, lasting relationships. Well, trauma bonding is one type of abusive relationship that hooks you in due to the wild roller coaster of ups and downs, the codependency, chasing breadcrumbs, and this shame cycle. Now, I get a lot of questions about this, and I've been meaning to make this episode for a while. So how do you know if you're in a trauma bond? Well, here are three signs. And by the way, trauma bonding doesn't only happen in romantic relationships. It can also happen in family, at work, with friends. So just apply these to your own situation. Number one, you're unhappy. You're unhappy. You may not even like your partner. In fact, you might even really dislike or hate them. But the thought of leaving that relationship gives you so much dread and so much fear and so much anxiety that you somehow just stay anyway. Number two, you think about and you fantasize about the good old days, which seems so long ago and so few and in between, but you keep telling yourself or trying to convince yourself that maybe one day they will go back to treating you well. And yet that day never comes. And you get looped into this cycle where they keep saying they will change. They keep promising to keep you from leaving and nothing changes. Number three, if that person is abusive, emotionally, physically, etc. And you're keeping it from your friends, you might even make excuses for their behavior or you might even defend them when people raise concerns about it. So those are my top three signs. And obviously, this is not a full exhaustive list, but it really helps put the idea into perspective as it ties all the way back into, you guessed it, healing your inner child. And speaking of which, the brand new free inner child starter kit, it's online now. And if you want access to free wallpaper affirmations, worksheets, and more, all you have to do is write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and just send me a screenshot to at ByGloriaZang, or you can email it to me, which is hello at ByGloriaZang.com. 
leaving a review or sharing it to friends is the best way to support this podcast because it helps this reach more people. So thank you everyone who have done so. Now, the first thing I want to say about trauma bonds, the first, first thing is to remind you that you are not being too sensitive. Abusive partners will constantly remind you or try to tell you that you're being too sensitive, you're being too much as a way to control the narrative, make you question yourself when really you are having a natural reaction to an abusive situation. Now, if I want to elaborate on this, I want to also suggest that it's not just abusive people. And really hear me out on this one first. If you are someone with low self-worth and low self-esteem, and if you are someone who constantly is asking other people if you're too much, and if you're constantly putting yourself down around other people, then you are also sending a message to the world that this is your identity. And you will also allow people into your life who will treat you the way that you treat yourself. Because your self-worth also determines your boundaries, right? And the good thing is, of course, it can change. And you can change by starting with how you talk to yourself. So my darling, you are not being sensitive. You are being completely reasonable, and it's very important to continue to remind yourself of this. All of your feelings mean something, whether it's that actual feeling or if that feeling is reminding you of a pattern. So I heard this great analogy the other day. And if you remember when you were a child and maybe, you know, the first time ever that you touched a hot stove, And then you sort of jump back before you even feel it, right? And maybe you hurt yourself. And here's the thing. You never say to your hand, oh, my hand is being too sensitive, or my hand is overreacting, or why is my hand being so dramatic? Yet we do this to our other emotions all the time. We are constantly gaslighting ourselves, trying to downplay or get rid of our own feelings or try to convince ourselves that our feelings are incorrect. Why? Right? I say today we stop doing that by making the intention of listening to how you're feeling. There's no need to respond to your emotions right away, but at least listen to your feelings and try to understand why you're feeling that way. As I've said before, your feelings, your emotions are a complex, beautiful system designed like a GPS, right? When things feel good, it's like a green light. We get good feelings, right? We move towards. If something feels off or is not for us, it feels bad. I don't want to say bad feelings, but we get these feelings that tell us that something is wrong here. It's a natural GPS system. It's a natural intelligence in your body that's existed since humans have been around. Even animals have instincts and you can trust yours no matter how you've been raised. So let's go back to trauma bonds for a second, just to help you understand how does trauma bonding even work and why do we do it and what's it got to do with inner child stuff? So there are four different types of trauma responses, and you might know the typical, you know, fight and flight, but there's also freeze and there's fawn. 
So freeze is when you shut down and you become unable to act. Fawn basically means people pleasing, where you emotionally attach onto the person who has hurt you. Because in some ways, you feel like you still depend on that person for your survival. So let's go back to your inner child, right? And let's think back to a baby who had an abusive or neglecting parent. Remember, children are so vulnerable. Babies are so vulnerable. They literally can't eat, dress, or do anything without their parents. And so if you think about it, it actually becomes a survival advantage to learn to please the parent because we need our parents at that time. You needed your parents. And if you tend to have that people-pleasing habit, I'll bet five bucks that it's got a lot to do with how you grew up and needing to survive by attaching to that parent. Now, if you're used to having these core wounds from your parents, then these trauma-bond relationships will actually feel normal for you when you're an adult, right? You're so used to that up-and-down swing that struggle, that roller coaster, that that becomes your blueprint for what feels normal to you as an adult. And by the way, if you want to learn how to heal your core wounds, well, I have a free step-by-step guide with actions for all four core wounds. You can click the show notes to download or just go to buygloriazang.com guide, and it's free for you to download. Now let's talk about that rush of the emotional roller coaster for a second. I may be a therapist, but I'm also a person, right? And I've also been in these types of relationships. And I get that it feels so romantic to be swept off your feet and chasing after this person and daydreaming and fantasizing. But guess what? It's not a real intimate connection. Because the fantasy is actually only in your head, right? You're thinking about and sort of looking through rose-colored glasses on what things used to be like, and you're projecting that onto the future, that in the future, if only I behave well enough, or when they finally stop getting busy at work, or when they finally start treating me well, then everything's going to be magical and happy. It's not real. It's a fantasy. And most importantly, it's a pattern, right? It's a pattern. If you've never experienced a safe relationship before, I really recommend checking out episode number seven, which is called being turned off by niceness and sabotaging good relationships. I've been there too. I don't think I got into like a genuine healthy relationship later on in my 20s, right? And the first time I did experience a healthy relationship, I was really scared. I thought it was going to become boring, right? And I thought I wasn't going to be good enough for this person. But you know what? Let me tell you right now, your relationships don't have to be such a struggle. It's possible. You know, I came from a disorganized attachment style, which is like, you you know, ping-ponging all over the place. But I'm secure now. And you can get there too if you actually work on this stuff, right? It's nice to listen to the podcast. I know some of you listen to it on your morning walk. And I appreciate you for that. I think that's wonderful. I'm also here to encourage you to start doing some of the work as well. 
do that little journal question. Do some of the call to actions that I'm going to suggest at the end. Right? Take a bit of time to you know put this knowledge into practice because I promise you this stuff really works. It does work if you give it a chance to work. And I would say also to give safe, healthy relationships a chance as well. There is nothing more exciting than being with someone who gets you, that you can vibe with, that makes you feel safe and secure, so that you can be your totally weird, wacky, wild self. Nothing better than that. I promise you that. And I'm in a very sweet and safe relationship right now. That if I told my early nineteen, twenty-year-old self that this was possible for me, that old me would have run away. <laughs> The old me would have been like, "What do you mean? There's no crazy chase. What do you mean you don't have to work so hard and work even harder and harder to try to win this person?" Yeah, guess what? There's nothing to prove when you resolve your inner child. There's nothing you have to prove anymore because again, you're choosing to be on your own team. You're being best friends with your inner child, so that you're working together instead of against each other. So let's move to the call to action now, and I just want to give a disclaimer because trauma bonding is a really big topic, and it's hard to do this justice in just one episode. We really would need to consider your history, your patterns, what your parents are like, what your current situation is, etc. So you know, in my Heal Your Inner Child Academy, which is my three-month program, we go really deep into healing your attachment wounds. With coaching and guidance from yours truly, from myself, and also with a group of like-minded folks who are working through the exact same things as you, so that you never feel alone, you're never stuck wondering what to do next, and you can do it all in just three months. But if that's not for you, or you're not ready, hey, that's okay too. Everyone is welcome here. I have three tips to get you started today. Number three is my favorite one. It's sort of my little special tip. But tip number one is remembering that what you're experiencing, this trauma bonding, is a trauma response. So when it comes to trauma, it's more than just mindset, right? Trauma is also experienced in the body. So you need to get into your body, feel your feelings, breathe, dance, hum, do anything that you need to move or get into your body. And anything that makes you feel safe and secure, warm blankets, cup of tea, anything to make you feel more safe, anything to remind your inner child that you are going to get yourself to a feeling of safety. Because remember, trauma and trauma responses are all about fear, right? It's all about survival. Tip number two. This is kind of a fun one, or you can make this fun. I recommend this to a lot of my clients, which is to actually make an Excel spreadsheet of everyone in your life—you know, partners, family members, coworkers, bosses, anyone that has made you feel this up and down, emotional, vicious roller coaster. Anyone that makes you feel people pleasing, and write down what their characteristics are. What are similarities between these types of people? What are some ways that you noticed you started reacting in response to these people? The key is to actually get this down on a spreadsheet and look the pattern in the eye. Right? 
when you write down these things, this is your pattern. And unless you fully, fully acknowledge and see all these patterns that you're going through, it's not going to change, right? And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to break your patterns and start making different choices and believing that you can. So go make that spreadsheet, whether it's on Google Documents or in Excel. And I'm really curious to hear how this one goes for you. Oftentimes, a lot of clients, they'll start noticing specific things about their patterns. They think, oh my gosh, all of these people remind me of my dad, or they remind me of my mom or my weird uncle, right? Or all these people seem to be very pessimistic people or blame other people for their problems. There's going to be patterns. So get really honest with yourself. Get very compassionately honest with yourself and start looking for the pattern. Number three is sort of my special little tip, and it's to help you realize when a pattern is happening. So if you're starting to get that familiar feeling, and this feels a little different for everyone, for me, that familiar feeling was like a rush of anxiety, right? This exhilaration combined with fear. And it feels like an old ancient feeling, like you felt this way before in previous patterns. So if you're feeling a familiar feeling, there's a good chance that a pattern is happening again. And here is just an example of how things tend to play out with these trauma bonds. So you just started dating someone, or maybe you started working at a workplace, you have a new boss, things are going great. And then one day you catch your partner giving you a look of contempt. It's a very quick, subtle flash, but you caught it from the corner of your eye and you start to feel a little bit of anxiety, that old familiar feeling. And you ignore it and you think, oh, maybe it's nothing, right? You gaslight yourself and you say, oh, maybe I I was just seeing things. And then two weeks pass, something else happens. They subtly shut down the conversation and you feel that feeling a little bit more, but it tugs at you just a little bit more this time and on and on you know people don't always reveal everything from the very beginning but if you've been ignoring your feelings and your intuition for so long then you're letting these things slide when someone else who might have very strong healthy boundaries they'll catch on the stuff right away and they will sort of make a note to distance themselves right away now the key is not to be hard on yourself when this happens Because again, it's a pattern and patterns are hard to break. But be self-compassionate and recognize when you start having these feelings. And if you can just do that, I promise you that every time this happens, you're going to get quicker at responding. You're going to get better at noticing when your intuition and gut feelings are coming up. And as I said before, affirming to yourself that your feelings always mean something. It's your built-in GPS system designed to serve and to protect you. So pay attention to how you're reacting to things and affirm that you are being reasonable and you deserve to be treated well. Okay, you really deserve to be treated well. Now, I have goosebumps from talking about this because this is one of my favorite topics and I just want to shout to the world and tell everybody who is struggling that it doesn't have to be a struggle, right? Like I'm like Plato's cave. I want to show you what's on the other side of being in a fun, fulfilling, 
real loving relationship. This is what I do. This is stuff that lights me up. We've got students coming into the new academy program, my three-month program, and I have an entire module on just relationships as well to really hone in on these points and getting you the relationship that you want. Also, I have a free workshop coming up next month where we'll be talking about getting secure as well. So if this episode was helpful, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang or on Facebook if you want. And tell me what your biggest takeaways were, because I love, love hearing from you all. I've got some amazing guest speakers lined up for this summer and that free workshop and so much goodness coming your way. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much, everyone, to you and your wonderful inner child. I will see you in the next episode. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!